Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Despite multiple warnings by those who were around him, Paul did indeed make his way to Jerusalem, and having arrived, he almost instantly found himself in the midst of trouble. Now, that's not a smoking gun as far as whether or not he should have been in Jerusalem or not, because it seemed like Paul found trouble wherever he went. But here in Jerusalem, there was quite a ruckus. He was arrested and was quickly dragged in before the courts. But even in the courts, there began to be a ruckus as Paul kind of stepped up to be his own attorney and a fine job he did, it seemed. Having been rescued now uh, by soldiers, the situation was only going to get more precarious. Picking it up in verse 12 of our chapter, we read, When it was day, some of the Jews banded together and bound themselves under a curse, saying that they would neither eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than 40 people who had made this conspiracy. They came to the chief priests and the elders and said, We have bound ourselves under a great curse to taste nothing until we have killed Paul. Now, therefore, you with the council informed the commanding officer that he should bring him down to tomorrow as though you were going to judge his case more exactly, and we are ready to kill him before he comes near. Now, here in chapter 23 of the book of Acts, we see the enemies of not just Christ, but the enemies of Paul rising up into a level never seen before, a murderous level. You see, the enemies of Christ, they are a determined bunch. They're not easily deterred, not then, not now. Quickly, Paul's foes had reorganized after all the debacle there in the courts, and they together went so far now as to vow not to eat or drink until Paul was dead. Now, quickly, one is going to come to the conclusion that that's a dangerous vow on many levels. But then again, any vow outside of God's express will and direction is doomed from the beginning. I mean, Jesus himself warned us of such. Matthew chapter 5, James chapter 4. But these men were clearly ready to give their lives for what is, in fact, mere religious fanaticism. Sadly, so many of us who have been actually given the gift of eternal redemption and that blessed eternal abundant life, we find it nearly impossible to give our God even some simple humble service. What a difference. The plan now was for these guys to execute an ambush and to murder Paul. Premeditated murder, cut and dry. Verse 16 says, But Paul's sister's son heard they were lying in wait And he came and entered into the barracks and he told Paul. Paul summoned one of the centurions and said, Bring this young man to the commanding officer for he has something to tell him. So he took him and brought him to the commanding officer and said, Paul the prisoner summoned me and asked me to bring this young man to you. He has something to tell you. The commanding officer took him by the hand and going aside asked him privately, What is it that you have to tell me? Verse 20, then he said, the Jews have agreed to come ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow as though intending to inquire somewhat more accurately concerning him. 
Therefore, don't yield to them, for more than 40 men lie in wait for you, wait for him, who have bound themselves under the curse to neither eat nor drink until they have killed him. Now they are ready, looking for the promise from you. So the commanding officer let the young man go, charging him, Tell no one that you have revealed these things to me. So now here we have another opportunity to see the direct involvement of God the Father. This is certainly a good example of God's supernatural occurring and occurring, well, quite naturally. Today we live in an age where the church seeks the parting of the Red Sea. They seek the raising of the Lazarus. And because of our hunger for the spectacular, how often we miss God's quiet yet profound handiwork. God worked through this young boy, Paul's nephew, to actually run defense in the protection of his servant. What the details were in this boy's discovery of the plot against Paul, we don't know. But what is stated is sufficient to clearly see God's hand of protection, a grand and supernatural feat, manifested, again, in a quite natural way. While God still indeed parts the Red Sea, he moreover daily weaves a miraculous display of his active participation in our world and in our personal lives in very natural yet profound ways. But how often we are apt to miss such because we do not take the time and the effort to see his handiwork all around us. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.